Hail and well met, listeners. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nick, broadcasting live from the Underdark. We've brought several brave souls down here under completely normal circumstances to compete for the right to see the sun again. <laughs> Ugh, get that mic out of my face. I'm fighting a mushroom right now. I'm Declan fucking Quinn. To be honest, we don't know how many are going to make it. So a tune right in every other week for Mirth, Sin, and Fire Season 1 against the Underdark. You're going to only have on your person a breech cloth and some manacles, which I'll detail in a moment. I already did some rolls with Candace and Scott about how long they've been a prisoner and something they've been able to scrounge up in that time. I'll go ahead and roll for Bocat here first. You've been a prisoner of the drow for five days. Uh, do you want to go ahead and roll a d20 for me? That is a 14. A 14. Okay. So you also, well, you being a tabaxi, you have an eye for flashy things. Cool. And one time while you were cleaning up, doing a little bit of hard labor for the drow, mm -hmm. you found yourself a small carnelian gemstone, which you're pretty sure is worth only a small amount of gold, but it's still something shiny that you're very happy to have <clears throat> in this gloomy place. What is it called again? A carnelian gemstone. Carnelian gems. Slightly flawed. It's certainly not perfect to your jeweler's eye. That's okay. the only possession you have on you besides your breech cloth and metals. And by the way, what page was it that I just slip on for the... The if I remember correctly, it's something like 125, 126 magic table, like magic item table A. Magic item, so chapter 7 treasure. Magic items, 135. Okay, so yeah, it would be more like, it would probably be about page 140. Yeah, I can find it for you. Uh, Declan, you've been a prisoner of the drow for nine days. You came in at the same time as Snake Lady. Um,. I don't want to spoil the name yet. You can, you can. Thank you. I appreciate that. They have certainly gagged me by now. Oh, I'm sure. Roll a d20 for me. Eight. Eight. So you have a proclivity towards pets. I'm sure. Because you have been nursing a spider about the size of a tarantula. <laughs> He's been your little buddy. At first, maybe you were a little hesitant to take him out. Um, you just found him sharing your bed, and that was not a nice night. You thought you smashed him dead. And then he returned the next night, and the next. And you've decided to... You, you just fostered a tense, a terse relationship with this spider. Or I feel fostered hairy hand fig you win you're scared of spiders yes <laughs> horrified of them <clears throat> uh, well you've reached a truce with this one We've established the times that you guys, the time that you guys have spent with the drow so far, some of you shorter than others. It doesn't really matter how you were captured, because you're here now. Unfortunately, your manacles, to explain them to you, consist of both an iron collar, simply a band of iron 
fused to your neck. Uh, not by any magical means, simply welded there. A pair of manacles that chain your hands together, which are then linked by another small length of chain to an iron belt around your waist. It doesn't restrict your movement, you can still move at full speed, but it does inhibit your ability to do somatic components of spells or such things as that. And you're certainly going to have disadvantage on attack rolls or anything that involves the dexterous use of your hands. Um, it's been really dark. They keep the slave pens relatively unlit. So you, you might have dark vision, certainly, and, and enjoy the company of your other prisoners, but most everybody down here is in a pretty sullen mood. Because at best, you're a slave for life. At worst, probably going to be a sacrifice to the drow goddess. You share a cell with ten other prisoners. All of you have been hanging out here and waiting for the next caravan from the outpost, which you can discern and heard from other elves is Velkenveld. And you're waiting for the next caravan to take you to the dark elf city of Menzabaranzan. Among your companions are a hulking, furry, gorilla-like creature called a Quagoth. Uh, a shield dwarf, who's normally the brightest out of everybody, but uh, has been beaten around a bit by the orc who also resides in the cell. You have three deep gnomes, uh, a pair of twins, male and female, and one male wearing an earring that he managed to somehow keep on his person. Uh, you have another drow in the cell, actually, as your prisoner. He tends to keep away from everybody else and shuns any advances. Uh, and an, a strange fish man. Uh, he's quite portly, built quite portly, and has an aura of complete serenity around him. There's a small, what looks like a mushroom with two feet coming out of the stock. That's about it. Uh, and what looks like an emaciated Dwergar, or Dark Dwarf, Black Dwarf, whatever you want to call it, uh, with an incredibly pointy white beard, who constantly is jittering, just, <sighs> can't stop moving. <sighs> the only activities you guys ever experience in a day are usually being fed a meal at some point, which consists of some sort of edible fungus and a broth, which is rather bland and watery, shoved through the bars of your slave pen, or you're taken out to see the outpost of Velkenvelve. What you can see is that this is built into a cavern that's about 100 feet high at its highest point, and this base is built into the, the cave wall, right next to a waterfall, which is the only source of water in this cavern. It consists of a uh, series of wooden and carved stone platforms along the wall with several caves inlaid into the wall, of which the slave pen is one, and several hanging wooden bridges connecting this cave wall to uh, hollow stalactites, huge hollow stalactites, which are constantly lit with torches of purple fire, and from which occasionally you can hear sounds of what must be drow worship at some points. At any point, you know that there are two guards watching the cell from one such smaller stalactite right by your cell. You're taken out only occasionally and in small groups to do hard labor. 
It's usually menial tasks, such as coiling rope, moving furniture, uh, and you're kept close eye by most anybody, any dark elf at any point. And so we begin with you all sitting in your cell, having woken from a night of rather disturbing dreams. Some violent, for some of you it might be violence that you're dreaming of, for others there's blood, others terror. But you all haven't slept very well, and nobody seems in a really good mood today. What do you do? Ah, no! 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 Not the dream about the cucumber again! No! No! <laughs> That's not how I expected this to begin. Oh. Ew. Before I open my eyes, can someone let me know where O'Malley is? Forehead. I'm not opening my eyes. Get off me. He's not moving. I like to check if the spider is on his board. Uh, it is. Most definitely. It looks up at you and kind of clicks its little jaw pieces together. Yeah. Get back away. <laughs> it seems very protective of him. Oh. Gross. It, it, it's on your face. I'm aware. Right. You hear the orc murder. I can smash it for you. We've tried that, remember? I'll try it again. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's I really don't mind. No, it's, it's not special. It's only your face. Oh, don't care about that. I'm going to use mage hand. So that is a, that's a first level? No, it's cantrip. just a cantrip. It's cantrip? Just okay. Simple cantrip. I'm just gonna scoop up the spider mm-hmm. and just hold it in front of his face so that when he opens his eyes he's just like face to face <laughs> with this monstrous little thing. So what ends up happening is you cast Mage Hand mm-hmm. and this weird looking three-fingered hand appears for a second kind of jittery and then it kind of grabs the spider and chucks it against the wall and vanishes. Ew. Gross. Well, that's better. Oh, where'd it go now? So at this oh. moment, um... Three figures approach the cell door, uh, all of them familiar by now. One is the priestess of Arm Mizrim, her scourge just slowly sliding through her hands as she looks down at you all with a pitying smile and just uh, repeats the message you've heard time and time again. Our caravan has been delayed once more. We have another raiding party due to arrive any day now with more companions for you. I must remind you that a fight or resistance will result in your inevitable demise. Simply behave, and perhaps you will be shown mercy and will survive to see another day in the service of our glorious mother Lord. And she turns and saunters away. But her two companions remain. And both seem to kind of taunt you. One is a relatively young-looking guy, looks really cocksure, and the other one is a drow with a hideous mass of scars down his entire left side. The sneer he would is just one-sided. Um. All right, we need two, 
two today for the labor, says the cocksure one. Who wants to volunteer, huh? Open the door. You hear just the door unlock, and he swaggers in. Uh, he's got a club in one hand. Looks around at you. Aw, uh, sure. Sounds like fun. So glad to have a volunteer. Ah, on your feet. And, uh, and you! Kitty cat. Let's go! Oh. So, uh, Bocat and uh, Eric, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are taken <clears throat> across the very slippery, wavery uh, rope bridge to one of the stalactites, set to clean one of the sentry posts. Uh, Kitty cat, you're on the floor with a piece of fungus that has kind of bristles that you're using to scrub the floor. Okay. And Eric, uh, you're set to coiling rope. You do it wrong, you get beat. Yeah, yeah, I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, back, so we're, come back to you. In the cell, um, Declan, you're approached by the shield dwarf. <clears throat> she kind of sidles up to you. Why? Got a plan yet? Ready to get out of here? Sure. Oh, oh Alright, no. what's the plan? Well, I thought I'd sleep in a bit. I need some breakfast. Read a book. Uh, well, that wasn't what I was expecting. Um, where, where do you suppose you're getting the book? Alright. As far as escaping here, I haven't got much of a plan. Hey. Right. It's just what I wanted to hear. Just out of curiosity, why did you think I'd have a plan? Well, I like your accent. <laughs> it's about it, really. <laughs> it's an attractive accent, but it's not an intelligent one. I realize now I made him make an error in judgment. <laughs> and over in the corner, you can just hear the orc chuckling to himself. <laughs> I think we found some candy in his pocket. At this, he kind of stands up. You have a problem. I was assuming you found candy in your pocket. Is that wrong? <laughs> What's well, I had to like say? Your sense of humor, human. You hang out with the dwarf. Technically, I'm only half human. Don't play games with me. He looks like he's cruising for bruising you. <laughs> oh, not again. Hey, big boy. Let's just relax. It's so boring in here, but at least it can be quiet, right? Why? Why don't you want me to punch him? Then not boring. Well, cause it's loud, and then he screams, and it's not that he's screaming. I'm into hearing. At this, um, the one of the deep gnomes, the one with the earring, sidles over to you and goes, "I'll bet you he doesn't listen to you." 
You're probably right. You wanna bet a silver piece on it? Do I look like I have silver? I'll just keep a tally. Trust Would me. You, uh, give me I your earring. Not this. Not that? Not this. Why not? Ooh, I like your games, Missy. I know, right? Mm. Best All of right. best. What have you got? What have you got to bet? Nothing. Mm. How about a date with old Jim Jar when all this is over? Oh, honey. Of course. All right. You'd survive that, I'm sure. <laughs> my and, like, <laughs> My hair, which looks like golden bronze dreadlocks, all suddenly, like, rise up and at the ends are little snake heads and they'll hiss. <laughs> at this, he just kind of... <laughs> He hasn't, uh, I, we didn't shake on it. Don't you want to shake on it? Uh, Little I... dude? He's just gonna kind of inch closer to the dwarf. That's what I thought. I'm gonna, like, lay it back and continue following my nails. <laughs> <laughs> At this, uh, the other emaciated dwarf is gonna kind of sidle up to you and just be like, You seem capable. Incredibly. Oh, I like a capable woman. What say you? We break out of here. Oh, is it? Yes. I have a plan, of course. Is it stupid? Curses, you're right, it is. <laughs> Never mind. That's what I thought. So back to the other two here. <laughs> Oops, uh, one is to let you know. Passive perception is ten. Ten? Okay. Same things. <laughs> not very perceptive. Uh, I never wanted to be the most perceptive person in the party with a 13. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 13. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> You're so bad. We're going to die. <laughs> well, yeah. Sooner than we should. So, the so you guys are being watched by the super scarred Drow. And he doesn't seem to be in a particularly irate mood today. He just seems kind of solid. Um, at one point he kind of approaches you, Eric, kind of crouches down next to you in an oddly vulnerable kind of looking at you, and just says, do you want to escape? Well, yeah. You think, you think about escaping, don't you? Kind of my job, yeah. What if I told you I could help you escape? Well, you're one of the jailers, so by default, yeah, you can. You do it. Yeah. Yeah, give it the chance. I'm not gonna lie. Alright. Well. I'll be by the cell later. Discuss details. Fair. And then he's just gonna, like, beat you with the club. Like, recoil it! And I'll look up, I'll growl, and recoil the rope. Because this is an old home to me. This is like, you know, this, this, this is like being back with mom and dad. <laughs> so you guys are returned to the cell later. Um, you guys all kind of regroup. Um, I, I'm looking for the catalyst here. Sorry. What are, what are some interactions you guys are looking to have? 
certainly, if you're planning an escape, you're going to need allies. So, well, on the way back to the cell, well, once Borkat and I get back, heads up, I think it's going to happen. Pass it around. Are you talking about uh, what the guard tell you? No, I'm talking about the Spring Festival. Yes! Oh, I didn't know Draw had Spring Festival. Exciting. Oh, Jesus, God. In glorious country of Kazakhstan, we not only have Spring Festival, we also have Winter Festival, we also have Summer Festival, we also have Fall Festival, and then we have Spring Festival. And then he's just going to keep saying the same four things over and over as we walk this I'm going to grab Borkhead, take Borkhead gently by his shoulders, take him over, point him at the shield dwarf, and walk over to the pretty lady. <laughs> Can I help you? We're probably leaving a little later. Keep your head on a swivel. Just saying. My head is very swivelly. Might have noticed that. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, huh. And <laughs> just, look at the snakes. Ah, uh, Move over, uh, we'll, we'll, and start with the talkative swashbuckler. We'll nudge uh, Declan. I'm on the side of the the cage bars, attempting to imitate my spider. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you notice one of the drow guards is just kind of staring at you, like, <laughs> "What are you doing? What are you, what's what's?" He like punches the other one, look, and they both look at you and just start going like. You don't see me judging you, but you do. And you hear me doing it every day. Both of them are mocking you from a distance. Being too well observed, I'm going to elbow the orc. Mm-hmm. He just huffs it. And in orcish, I'll, what's your problem? What's wrong with you? We're probably going to escape later. Keep your head on a swivel. You say we escape? Yeah, and don't, and, and in common, and don't you forget it. He, he grins at you and says, I won't. <laughs> Escape. <laughs> yes. I'll look at the, uh, was it a, a who was it? Who I related to? The guy with the earring? Yeah. What, what is he again? Is he a... He's a deep no. Deep no. Yeah. I'm going to turn to him and be like, you know, one of eight prisoners is usually a snitch. And I'll look at him like, 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 I think it's you. And he, and he just goes, oh. Bet you it's the cat. You really think he has it in him? <laughs> he's still reciting. Yeah, he's like still reciting. <laughs> he said he talks enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, the shield dwarf is just kind of, uh huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, You know, I love. Can I. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so he he just uh, just says, "So, a snitch, huh?" Yeah, you know what happens to snitches? They uh. They get stitches. Oh, I was going to say burn in hell. No, first but stitches, stitches. rhyme. I get. Stitches <laughs> alive. Um. So as soon as um as soon as the orc said, escape yeah, uh 
one of the drow and the, the drow who's been in the cell kind of perks up. Ooh. I'm gonna turn to the orc and be like, "Yes, the escape game, E S C A P E." So at this point, and I'm gonna like clap my hands against his like giant pecs, like <laughs> the game. <laughs> he um, he kind of like looks stunned for a moment. And then he kind of smiles really big and starts doing a peck dance for you. <laughs> I continue like, like doing like you know like the the, the hand game you did with your kid, patty like, cake. like a patty cake with his pecs. Oh lord! Because I'm trying to make the the guards think that's just a stupid Wait, game. Did, did the guards hear him say that too? Uh, no, they didn't. Okay. No, they're too busy watching you and like making fart noises and <laughs> making rude arm gestures at you. An under comment, I like to say, Hey, by the way, when's the pretty lady with the whip gonna come back? I'd like a change in scenery. Both of them look kind of... Um, immediately just stern up and just... Turn away. <laughs> nice. Uh, and here I lie upside down hanging by my ankles. By my own accord, with my question unanswered. So the drow comes forward. Um... And kind of gets in between the patty cake going and game going here. <laughs> and just in really bad common says something to the effect of When you escape. Oh I thought there was more. Um I don't know. Keep your head on a swivel. I just Sweet take his skin in between like my nails and I just go and like 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 swivel his head around. Um his skin has a weird texture to it. Ew, I don't like this. Yeah, it's like <laughs> as soon as you come away there's a fine dust on your fingers. Ew. <laughs> Gross. And there's just this blank look in his eye. You're repulsive. And I'm gonna like, walk away from him. <laughs> So, Eric, you're kind of waiting by the cell door. Yeah. When you're approached much later in the day, everybody's kind of either napping or doing something. When you're approached by the scar-faced drow again, he just leans into the door and says, I can buy you time. That's all. I'll leave the cell door unlocked during the next changing of the guard. <clears throat> I can afford you a few minutes of distraction. That's it. Take it or leave it. Take it. Alright. Next changing of the guard is in about an hour. Be ready with whoever you want. Right. There will be no second chances. Not with Lady Ovara. Perfect. Got it. And he just turns and saunters away. So you have one hour to prepare for your escape. So I will nudge pretty lady. Don't touch me. You could die. I'm probably going to die anyway. You know? But faster and far more painfully than you'd want to. You'd be so surprised. About an hour. <gasps> okay. Well. Since she's been going around torturing random people, she's probably going to be a lot better at passing this than me. I'm going to go to the, the drow who's like 
stays away from everyone most mm-hmm. of the time. He's now just standing in a corner, staring at the corner. Hey, you with the blank stare. His head turns and goes a lot further than it should, and he stares at you. Ooh, you're like an owl. Have you ever seen an owl? Or like surface worldy stuff. You ever been up there? <laughs> blink once if that's a yes. Blink twice if you're dumb. He doesn't blink. <laughs> Wow, this is a really awkward staring contest we're having. I'm gonna win it, though. You wanna know why? Huh? Quite boy? Because I got tons of eyes. And, like, all my little snakes come up and, like, just stare at him. <laughs> he, unblinkingly. He actually does kind of flinch back at the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that coming, did ya? So are are you gathering other people? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, seeing as how well that's going, I'm just gonna <laughs> nudge Declan. Maybe if we take the oh hello. An hour. Be ready. Pass it round. Oh, finally! I could tear off the a little strip of a fairly long strip of my uh my cloth thing. Breech cloth. Breech cloth. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And do I still have any broth or any liquid water in here that I have access uh, yeah. to? Yeah, you could. You have socked some away. Yeah, right. I'm gonna soak it in that real quick and twist it up. Dig in the booty shorts. Spider so boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, what you've got is some butt floss right now. Is what you're wearing. Almost shame. <laughs> you have a leather thong. The only reason I'm wearing this at all is because uh, it made the others uncomfortable. Very. Alright. So, um... Oh, and I am going to go to where we go and do our business in the cell. Mm-hmm. And retrieve my rope. Okay. Yeah, you've got that on you. Uh, do I know that gemstone does, by the way? Or it just looks pretty? It's, it literally just looks pretty. Oh. It's your fancy little bottle. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. I like. I like. How much? Uh, so, quiet boy, you any good with, like, a lead pipe or something? He, he kind of looks down at his hands and just clenches them into fists. I fight. Oh my god, you're just as cute as a button. Let's go! <laughs> like, kind of try to lead him towards the others. <laughs> um... So at this point, the shield dwarf sidles up to you again, Declan. Hi there. I hear you got a plan for escape now. Uh, my plan for escape has been what it's always been. What's that? Hang around until someone else plans it for me. That's how it always works. Oh. Well, uh, I still find uh, a man who can make a good plan rather attractive. So barking up the wrong tree, hun. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in between them <laughs> with the drow guy. She's gonna give you like. Some I don't bad even up. look at her. Her chin is parallel with the floor, slightly actually like, tilted up, and her snakes, her her snake hair is just like flowing behind. Flowing her. in an invisible breeze. Yeah, because they can, because they're alive. <laughs> you train them. I wonder if they all share the same digestive tract or not. We do. Um. So, bullcat. You've been kind of quiet, um, and you've you've developed a habit of talking to the little mushroom. 
Nice. A little mushroom. Oh, okay. The, the one two legs. He looks like a Goomba without Aww, any eyes. Oh, that's so cute. Okay. okay. Um, but today he seems really excited. Okay. Um, he starts bumping you and nudging you with his little head. What is it, little guy? Uh, so you're like bending down to talk mm-hmm. to him? Yes. He kind of makes a little... <laughs> and a little cloud of spores blow into your face. Oh no. That's not a good thing. <laughs> um, you died. I died. I died. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for a moment you're kind of blinded by the spores. <laughs> and then you hear a little voice in your head. Hello, mister. Oh. Oh. Could it be? Oh. Kadar. My lord. You have finally spoken to me. Is that my name? Kajar? Uh, my lord does not know his own name. My name is Kajar. I like you. Excuse me? I like you. My lord loves me. Can I go with you forever? Of course. Yes, I would love it if you could. Would you like to go home with me? I want to go home. I want to go home too. Take me with you. Yes. We, we go sh- to Neverwhat! Yes! Neverwhat! 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 What's so, the wrong Over man? in the corner, you just hear the cat <laughs> chanting aloud. What is wrong with him? I don't know. This is weirder than usual. Does the mushroom have any arms? Or no. any other than legs? No, okay, just the legs. Like, I, uh, I do the, the. What do you call it? When you, get on your, when you sort of crouch on your knees and you do the dance. The, the, the <laughs> See, so, yeah, the cat's over there dancing with the mushroom right now and just saying, never light, never light, over and over and over again. I was kind of wondering what would happen if someone licked that thing. <laughs> we all knew it had to be the tabaxi. Yeah. There was no doubt. But we almost thought the orc would try to eat it. Yeah, well, the good news is now that the tabaxi doesn't die by tomorrow, we can all lick it. <laughs> I'd be fine. So, you, uh, Eric, you're approached by the fishman. Again, he's always exuded this aura of serenity. And as he approaches you, he has this wide smile on his face uh, and addresses you uh, in really, again, really bad common. Uh, something to the effect of, Why, oh, you and your plan to escape. You've got good ears for someone with gills. His gills flutter in an imitation of laughter. Wow. I would like to come with you. When the cell door opens, we should probably all move in the same direction. What? I was telling you. My phone forbids me from my wounds. I suggest we do this as bloodlessly as possible. Oh, I'm sorry, because that's contrary to my code. Oh. My, my, my code forbids me to do things in an absence of violence. Oh. Uh, well, bloodlessly is what you asked for. Yes. Burn wounds, cauterize. We can probably work this out. His smile just shows the slightest hint of going down. But uh, he kind of puts his hands in a prayerful motion, gives you a bounce, and if that is how it must be, so may be. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're, we're running probably that way. 
I could just let everyone else go but stay here. <laughs> I'm surrounded by idiots. So the hour passes really slowly for Eric. <laughs> uh, but uh, at the changing of the guard, you do indeed find the door has been left unlocked. And there, it, there seems to be no guard watching the place. It's time to move. We do not have much time. Just throw the door open. Let's go. All right. Bottle Zuzu. <laughs> so you guys uh, are basically the furthest along the cliff wall. The only ways off this are either through one of the stalactites. Uh, well, it's basically either through one of the stalactites or you can go to the right. You're not sure what the path to the right leads to. Uh, below you, the stalactites, you guys can look over the edge and see that basically the whole thing has a safety netting underneath it, but it's made entirely out of spider webs. Yeah, we're not getting out of that. Uh, have we been to that stalactite before? Yes. Uh, you've been led up there a couple times. So that is that is a guard tower. It's got two levels to it. You're usually only allowed on the one. That's where you were cleaning just the other day. Uh, but usually uh, there's only one or two guards in there at any given time. The guard tower or the way we don't know? We go to guard tower. It's probably smart. She's the cat. Okay. <laughs> uh, just head for the guard tower. We don't have time not to decide. Okay. So as you guys all climb onto the bridge, it immediately just begins swaying really awkwardly. Um, who was first on the bridge? Okay. I guess it was me clicking that. Polecat just rushed onto the bridge. You're going to have to right make behind because I'm right. trying to be Mr. Decisive. Okay, so as soon as basically the third and fourth people hit, it's the orc right behind you guys oh. who's really eager and he just shakes the whole thing. You're going to have to make dexterity saving okay. throws. Hey, that's, that's fine. That's not cool. Big guy, calm down. Orc. Ooh. 19. Okay, you're fine. So. Bullcat just, like, gets on all fours and just grabs the edge of the bridge. Sticks his claws in. Eric, you find yourself thrown off the rope, um, but you manage to grab the edge of the rope bridge before you fall down. The orc kind of looks down at you, and continues to move along the bridge. Declan, you're right behind him, and see Eric's kind of hanging on there. How narrow is the bridge? Uh, the bridge is only maybe about three feet wide. Oh, I want some trouble there. Could use a hand. Alright. Uh, I'd like to point out two things. Uh, one is this arm, the other is this arm. I'd like to point out that they're very skinny. I would like to, at this point, saunter up, throw my snake hair behind my shoulder in a very flamboyant, beautiful, glittering fashion, and go, You've got this! And give him um, some bardic inspiration. Alright, so you're gonna make um, an athletics check. Basically, the point. Alright. And the Bardic Inspiration is a D6, correct? Yeah, I believe so. I currently have a dog on my lap, though, so. Alright. Alright, so that's going to be. 8 total. Oh! Okay. So you uh, grab onto Eric's arm, 
and you go to heave him up, and then immediately go over yourself, and oh, both no. of you fall down into the spider webs. No. I hate the I hate spiders besides you. So as soon as you hit it, it's just it's nice and soft. It's very clearly sticky. It's difficult terrain, so it's you know each foot of movement costs extra speed. Um, but the rest of, of, of a couple people look over the edge and are just like, what do we do? Go! Actually, it was a D8, sorry. Oh, it was a D8. Okay, re-roll that and see if you can... So That's re-roll the D8. Potential Six possibility. Plus whatever this is. Nine. Still no go. <laughs> uh, so, Eric commands the rest of you to go up to the guard tower. Um, you guys, um, the easiest way to climb up for you... Uh, would probably be further down the cliff wall where you were going earlier. There's kind of a rope ladder that leads down onto the webs. Probably placed there for some unfortunate drow. Yeah. Anyone could fall off of here. How long is it going to take us to make that, make it to the, the rope ladder? Uh, it's not a far trek. Um, but from behind you, you hear a chittering, and there's a giant spider behind you. I see this. Can I look down and see the spider? Yes, you can. I would like to... Oh no! My comrades! And uh, I all jumped out. (laughs) (laughs) So now the three of you are facing against this giant spider. Let's roll initiative. Whoa! Looks like this adventure might be over before it starts. A tune in two weeks to find out. The mysterious snake woman is played by Candace. The slightly less mysterious Eric is played by Scott, the confusing Bowcat is played by Steve, and the mystified Declan is played by Walker. I'm Nick, your Dungeon Master, and this has been Mirth, Sin, and Fire. Thanks, and listening on and the website, uh, LayerActionTheCom. Nailed it! LayerAction.com, Declan. It's TheLayerAction.com. Ah, uh, but my version was better. Uh.